0: Kia ora, mai, 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 ki ki te po. Kia ora, I'm Sharon Brett-Kelly for The Detail. Rotary clubs around the world are traditionally pale and crusty men-only organisations, but their numbers are plummeting, and New Zealand is leading the move to diversify. A couple of weeks ago, I was invited to Waitakere Rotary Club in West Auckland for its annual leadership changeover. Welcome, well, great to see a, a lively bunch here. Um, my name is Bumper. I'm, yes, it's Bumper with, in the front of a car. Now, when I think of Rotary, I think of the meetings my father went to about 40 years ago, a room full of middle aged or aging, mostly Pākehā businessmen. It was like that for decades. It's open to women now, but scroll down Waitakere Rotary's lineup of presidents back to 1970, and there are just three women. So it's an organisation that does great community work, but it's a bit pale. Well, meet Waitakere Rotary's new president.
1: My name is Criddles Roberts. <clears throat> I stand here <clears throat> in this room full of people I admire. ...and have love and respect for. Humbled, honoured and proud to be a Rotarian... ...and represent my Rotary Club, Waitakere City... ...and our District 9910.
0: She's young, Māori, tattooed down to her gold-ring fingers... ...born into a gang family, once a homeless teenager in Sydney. She runs a charity, Unity in Our Community, to help poor families... And she's the answer to Rotary's efforts to diversify or die. Cradles, congratulations. Rangatira you stand like a, a strong woman. It ought Rotary in the Rotary world. in your community. ariki but you are descendant from the the famous uh, genealogical lines of the far north. Those who got the words so picture this it's Saturday night Matariki the Blues are getting ready to play the Hurricanes and in a room of Waitakere Rotary Club on Swanson Road in West Auckland history is about to happen in this room are older men with ties one even a bow tie and gold chains they fit the stereotype of a Rotarian there's a Chinese woman in a gold pantsuit and high heels she's a Rotarian too also in this room is one of the original Herbs members, Mori Wateni. He's here to play as Sax along with other musicians. And there are elderly Pākehā people, tables of whānau with three generations. And they're all here for criddles. Uh, no rei the criddles. So we give great thanks for your achievements, great thanks for your achievements to come, and great thanks to your leadership role. Yeah, yes, everybody, I'll be up standing and applaud, kiddos.
1: My start in life was colourful. I was adopted by an auntie in Auckland, then whangaed into the Murray family who hail from Takahui and Whangapia and raised by my old lady, Joey Parker, in Kaita and Ahipara in the Hati Far North. I am the oldest of six siblings who were also raised by extended whānau throughout Auckland. My bloodlines are my dad, Kainua Tuakana, a.k.a. Bull. He comes from Tahiti, the Cook Islands, and Pipiwai, and he carries his parents' names, Tuakana and Hati. He was also in a club in Whangarei and represented hard through mahi and loyalty. He passed away in 2010, age 52. My mum, Marama Roberts, she comes from Kauero, Matangero a.k.a. Matangs, and carries her parents' names, Fox and Roberts. She was young, beautiful, and a very hard worker, and would always land on her feet. She passed away in 1999, age 36. So I am Ngāpuhi and Tainui. Back then, going out with another Māori was complicated. <laughs> Sometimes it was seen as a political move A stupid move Or a cousin move <laughs> Lucky for me A handsome Nguyen stole my heart And I can confidently say We are not related <laughs> <laughs> I am a proud mum of two hearty girls Landa and Kaya They are strong in mind, body and soul they are independent and successful young waihine and I've taught them to live by honour, loyalty and respects, which means honour your family, loyalty over everything and respect our Papa. Growing up, I had little to no education. I learned more through the school of hard knocks and life skills were learned in the hood, the marae and through whanau parties. My decisions or mistakes taught me the true meaning of lessons or blessings.
0: So I heard a very emotional Criddles Roberts tell her story, and I really wanted to know more. So I met her in a cafe in West Auckland to fill in a few gaps. On the night, you um, talked about a little bit about yourself and your partner, Paul, talked about how you have climbed a lot of, a lot of, of mountains.
1: mountains. You brought that journey here, travelling from the far north into Australia, and then back here into Auckland with your children and uh, grateful to have you by my side and, and me by your side. Waitakere Rodri has uh, uh, earned and received a, a, a strong Wahini Tour. She's got so much to give and um, very proud of you. You had a tough childhood. Yes. So I was born into the gang life. My dad was a Black Power Sergeant of Arms and um, back then, his boss was Phil Paikia. Um, Phil Paikia is a great man. Phil
0: Paikia is now the... Safe man, safe family. It's an anti-domestic violence
1: yes. group. So when I mentioned he was a part of a club also, that's what I meant. They were both very young um, when they had me. My old lady, she, Joey Parker, she raised me up in Kaitai and Ahipara. And it wasn't my actual immediate family, but it was my extended family around me they were heavily in the gang culture um, I won't name any names or uh, clubs but they were definitely um, it was all around me I learnt a lot I saw a lot and then in my mind I was like this is what I don't want, this is what I want but um, at the end of the day it was a really colourful childhood mm. Yeah. that mm. um, Gave me a lot of strength.
0: You've talked about how you've come from poverty. Yep. You know, a tough way of life.
1: Yep. And I think back then you kind of didn't realise until you left your area. Yeah, it was tough, but there was always food. Even if it was a little bit of food, it was... You'd kind of, you know, there was always food on the table. Um, Obviously, sometimes there wasn't a lot, but there was something on the table. What's got you to this point, because you're a leader in the community, you're sort of dedicated to helping other people
0: in the community
1: well I've been homeless myself. I went to Australia, and that didn't work out, and I became homeless myself, and so you um, were living on the streets yes, where yeah, uh, Sydney. Um, I ended up on King's Cross and um, were you how old were you at the time? Ah. Uh, Nineteen, I think, eighteen, nineteen. I went over to Australia, thinking, you know, oh, you know, good experience, um, because it didn't look like there was much in Kaitaia. So um, we came up with a plan. With oh, yep, go to Australia. There's family over there, and um, yeah, see what will come of it. But um, I ended up being homeless. But while I was on the streets, I noticed the services there. So I ended up in a crisis centre. When I think about it now, I'm like, oh, this could have worked better or, you know, this. But they were very lovely people. And um, back then, I I hadn't seen cocaine or track marks and stuff like that. So I've come from the country to all of this, thinking, what, I don't know what track marks are. Because I check you every night when you come in, and I thought, what, are, what, what is track marks? And then I started seeing the the youth just—I didn't realize they were, you know, wasted on cocaine. So, and what I saw just turned me right off. Yeah. So that little amount of time opened my eyes. Um, got out of there. I um, when I look back now, that's kind of where. I know how to pull in different things because I've experienced it myself. So I understand what it's like to be homeless. That's what started unity in our community was my own experiences, but also when we had that explosion of homeless families ending up in their cars. And um, I just I couldn't believe it. Back home now, and as winter officially
0: begins today, in fact... Official figures show the number of people without homes has doubled over the past two years. The Ministry of Social Development says just over 1,600 people were classified as having severe and persistent housing needs in June of 2015. This March, the total stood at almost 3,500. Criddle Roberts is a single mother of two who started New Money, a group that collects unwanted food from supermarkets and drops food parcels to people in the west and south of Auckland twice a week. She told our reporter Sharon Brack-Kelly that she's constantly dealing with people who have just become homeless.
1: All the homeless today, the homeless people that, um, that I target are not the homeless that have been on the streets for 20 years, it's the families that had homes and now you know, they're in their cars with Nana and the children and babies, you know, so that's who we target, because we don't get funding, we get nothing, we just do it out of love.
0: I first met Criddles three years ago, that's a nickname from her primary school days by the way, and it was just before one of her big events where hundreds of people come along
1: for food, clothing. So I thought, right, I want to have an event, and because you you can make a sandwich, but they still walk away with their problems. So I wanted an event that um, you could have a quiet, you get your your hair cut, you could uh, get some clothing for work, or you know get the kids some shoes, uh, listen to some music, just you know a day of giving, mm-hmm. you know like of true giving, and uh, food packs wanted to do all that so when they when they left and also that's why I have community services there too so they can access everything on the one day so with Rotary it's great timing because they came to my last one and because I used to be able to supply all the toiletries but this time they had a massive amount of toiletries toothbrushes, toilet paper uh, women's products so that's where it's good being in Rotary because now I can uh, go into that database. For the last several years, I chose to self-educate by surrounding myself with the hearty, those that walk their talk, the hustlers, the CEOs, the shakers and movers, the wealthy, the poor, the no people instead of the yes people, and the pono
0: but how exactly did Criddles Roberts, a Kiwi Bank local hero, end up with the Rotary president's chains around her neck?
1: I had a meeting with Patrick Howard. Uh, he's also the assistant district governor of Rotary. Yes. And I needed help from Waitakere Rotary with some donations for our event. And um, yeah, I had about three minutes to convince him. Gov, hearty thanks for giving me that three minutes at our first meetup to convince you to be a part of UAOC by the way of donations. I quite liked their their work because really they're a bigger machine to what I'm doing. Um, and it really interested me and then he convinced me to keep coming and then eventually join. <laughs> then you convinced me to be president.
0: <laughs> <laughs> OK, so you have that organisation which is now a charity. Yes. You approached Patrick to help out, for, for Rotary Club to help out. Yes. They li- obviously liked what you are doing, but how do you go from that to becoming president of Waitakere Rotary Club? because let 's face it you're not you 're not the traditional face yes. of rotary
1: yes, I think they just admired my work and they uh, could see that i 'm punno and loyal to the coppa and um, yeah, I just respect my table because we 're a small table, but we we Punch above our weight. Uh, We completed quite a few projects during the year with a big bingo night that was a a great fundraiser. Some of the events we have done, uh, Unity in the Community Day. uh... With Rotary wanting uh, more change and diversity, they could see that I'm in it for the cause, not the applause. And because I do that type of mahi, I wanted to be a part of a bigger machine. I would now like to introduce my club members. Firstly, our past president, Don, a.k.a. The Don. Our ADG, Patrick, a.k.a. Gov. <laughs> our sergeant at arms, Desmond, with the bling on. <laughs> and his wife, Rose, a.k.a. Boss Lady, who is, <laughs> who is our membership chair.
0: You've got a real skill for tapping into all kinds of people. You're, you're not yeah. afraid to go up to someone, and yeah. they might be you know, very wealthy business person and
1: asking them if they would be involved in the work that you do. And I think um, when I was younger, the word no scared me. But now as an adult and as a mother, it's it's just a word to me now. So whereas before I used to, when one door closed, I'll pick it. (laughs) But now with my maturity, I'll open another door. Then open another door. Open another door, and whatever the the universe has out there for me, and what I can attract, that that's what I'm going to go for. You know, sometimes things are meant to be, um, and just having no bad intentions or angling, you know, angling people, or it's just being pure. Like you can puno see it is.
0: remind me, pono
1: So puno is like being straight up mm-hmm. You know, um, talking my walk Walking my talk Just, and I don't hide anything uh, We'll have a little bit of a cut off point where We're going to introduce our music as a bit later
0: on But the time for you is now To make your way to the kai If our DJ is in the whare We'll play us some beautiful ambience music yeah. Now, most Rotary clubs follow a bit of etiquette. But Criddle's has her own style, starting with change overnight. And tonight, Bumper is running the show, from organising dinner queues to raffles. 51E. 51E. The more the club raises, the more people in the community it can help. It fits with the motto, Service Above Self. This global organisation has more than 1.2 million members and 35,000 clubs, and it's been running for about 115 years. It was Waitakere Rotary that pushed for Criddles to be president, not the other way around. So she's brought her own style to the leadership. So what's your plan? Because every
1: meeting is a little bit different. So, we're going to be filling this year with a lot of events because I want to focus on the fundraising side of things, membership, youth development, um, just kind of getting them in a better place. What
0: motivates you? Because, you know, I first met you three years ago, and uh, at the time you said that things had gotten worse. I got the impression that you couldn't see things getting better, but, you know, I mean, this is three years later, and you're still doing the same thing. And a lot of people would just, I don't know, would they give up?
1: Yeah, especially with COVID. So I had a certain amount of families that Unity's been supporting over the years. And once we went into the COVID lockdown and a lot of people that had lost their jobs, I even got them uh, messaging me and they were so sorry and they felt so embarrassed. And I thought, don't be. That's not your fault. covid Destroyed so much. To me, because I'm on ground zero, it's almost like the struggle never changed. And with COVID, it's just the struggle. And a lot of the whanos that were living in their cars, at least they've gotten out of their cars, but that took a long time for them to get out of their cars, especially the disabled people. Disabled people that are fully disabled, sleeping in their disabled vans. That's shocking, Then I know when it gets worse because the call-outs and more clothing uh, packs, you know, and if we went into lockdown again, because through lockdown, we were out on the road six days a week, and if we went into another lockdown, now I'm, I'll be prepared, and this time I'll hit all the disabled people because I saw an interview with them and, and all the struggles they faced, I didn't even... Think about them. I was on all the other families, so um, we would like to support them more if we ever were in a lockdown again. Before I finish my corridor, I would like to dedicate this achievement to my younger brother Jamie, <coughs> who committed suicide when we were teenagers. If he was here today. <coughs> He would be the life of the party, and he would be my headliner act, making everyone laugh and cry. He was 16 years old when he passed away. Norder Tenakoto 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 Kato.
0: That's it for today. I'm Sharon Brett Kelly. The detail is brought to you by newsroom.co.nz and made possible by RNZ and NZ On Air. You can get the detail downloaded free to your mobile device every weekday from any podcast platform. If you're using Apple, give us a rating so other people can find us. This episode was engineered by Jeremy Ansel and produced by Alexia Russell. And thanks to Criddles Roberts. Kakite ano. Oh, no, one day